Yo, 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 yo. It's the Reasonable Wrestling Podcast, the raw, the uncut, the underground uh, professional wrestling podcasting. I know I missed one of your things this time. But uh, you're, you're with us today for our character spotlight. And if you haven't joined us for our character spotlight before, it's basically um, a retrospective on one of the WWE superstars' careers and our takes on their career, as well as some information you may or may not know. Um, I am your host, Chitty Bang, and I'm with your boy, the most high, Chris. Chris, yo, 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 doing? what's going on, everybody? What's going on? I'm a little bit more energetic, still not as less high as people ask me to be. <laughs> so, let's see how this goes. Yeah, yeah, we're um, as you heard with the music today, we are doing a character spotlight on the lovely second generation superstar, uh, the daughter of the Hall of Famer, two time Hall of Famer, Ric Flair, um, Charlotte Flair. You know, Charlotte Flair. We um, chose her just because right now I think that she's the uh, best women's wrestler. I think it's fair to say that in the planet. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No. No? Becky. Becky? Yeah. <laughs> Becky. She's the man. Okay. All right. <laughs> hey, hey, to each his own. To yeah. each his own. But no, but Charlotte, honestly, given her, um, given her genetic superiority and her natural selection, uh, all puns intended, uh, she came into the game with high expectations. Yeah. Um. So for her to um, not so much. Even exceed those, you know what I mean. She has placed herself um, in the realm and uh, the rarefied air of living up to the expectations Absolutely. of um, the, you know, the of her, parents. of her dad, um, of her dad's her legacy, and and, and 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 be able to sustain her own. So, yeah, it's um, uh, and let's, let's get right back. Let's get right into it because um, prior to joining the WWE, she was an alumni of North Carolina State. I know she got her degree um, in uh, public relations, so it kind of like when it plays into a part when when you see her out in the forefront with the company, uh-huh. you know she's she's there um, as a face, and it's good that she's able to utilize her degree. Um, so I, I kind of see her as like a, 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 an ambassador absolutely um, for for the company. I, she might be in a prominent role soon, it or makes, later later on in, later on in her career. Absolutely. Um, before uh, her debut in NXT, um, got, I, I, you know, unfortunately, she had a lot of tragedy uh, with her brother passing away uh, through a, a drug overdose that I think has impacted her career and makes her drive to succeed that much more intense. Um, she she's doing it for a purpose, you know. So that happened, I think, in March 2013, and just I think four months later, she's debuting on NXT. Um, after that tragic um, losing, losing you know a loved one like that, uh, rest in peace, Reed. Um, but yeah, her first match on NXT was against Bailey, 
and she came out. Uh, Ric Flair introduced her while putting over NXT. I, you know, I saw, um, and she was a dirty blonde. You know, she came out. She's g- generic. She didn't come out with any uh, Ric Flair music at the time. It was just some generic music. Uh, she seemed kind of nervous, but her in-ring stuff was sharp, uh, sharp and quick. You know, her and Bailey put on a good show, and um, you know, it's just like she was, but she was still Ashley. You know, um, I I don't I don't necessarily see that. I mean, when I just saw I saw a wrestler that was being groomed, I didn't necessarily take too much uh, in depth of that. I didn't, you know what I mean? I didn't know of Ashley. I didn't. You know what I mean, huh? I don't, I don't, I didn't know that. I, I just what I, what I saw was okay. This may be the dawn of something, um, great. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, or, or okay, the 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 floor was good. Because you know there's mean? so like, there's so many. Yeah, the floor was good. Like she came in strong in terms of her in ring work. You know, and I think with the pressure of having to live up to a Ric Flair. Um, of course, you, you're gonna come out there and be a little bit uh, shook to, to to fill those those boots. But I think that but, her, I think her athleticism from her also being able like so I, I guess she played volleyball also you know beforehand mm-hmm. you know she was also a, like a, a physical fitness personal trainer, trainer a personal yeah. trainer okay so like so having that type of athletic background being able to come in and just mm-hmm. easily groom yourself she um, took to the business very took, well yeah. I, and, and she did and she she credits also the people actually one of the people you mentioned Bailey mm-hmm. her latest foe Becky and one of her, her her most recognizable foe Sasha Banks she credited those three for kind of like being her uh, her like nesting uh, yes yeah. because they were in the business already yeah and we'll know? talk so, more about them um, she she takes something from each of them she says um, from an um, interview I heard saw of hers um, not to mention there was Dusty in the NXT Performance Center and there was Sarah Mato who came at the right time who I think that Charlotte had a really strong relationship with who groomed her and she had like she's a sponge it seems like she she can take things in and she can just work on get she's works on getting better. Um, when in, in NXT, as you mentioned, Bailey and her uh, had their first ma- her first match, but she they became a tag team, and they went on to uh, feud against Summer Rae and Sasha Banks, who were at the time this group called BFFs, Beautiful Fierce Females, I think. Yeah. Um, so that was an um, interesting way to start her career, but we all, I guess, they all saw always saw her as a heel because. She not too long after she turned on Bailey. I mean, honestly, if your dad is Ric Flair, then you're a heel. <laughs> like you were born with heel sperm. <laughs> That's one way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> so, but like, honestly, even her character now, like, uh, we don't want to jump too far in, but like, you know, her, like I said, her latest feud with Becky, like, it's a forced turn. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Because we just want the best character presented to us and the best character that she can portray is a heel character yeah but um yeah it's true and, and I think that's her ceiling like I say with some people her ceiling is higher as a as a heel that's who she naturally fits I think that's where she naturally fits and in a tag team match against Summer Rae and Sasha Bacon she slapped the shit out of Bailey you know later on hit her with a natural selection and joined them as the third member of BFFs BFFs uh, excuse me um so that was you know the first taste of heel Charlotte. 
Um, I think she gets injured after that, though, for like about two months. Um, as she ret- and then she returned back as like Ray and uh, Banks valet for a brief moment. Um, Sasha, I mean Summer gets called up in that meantime, yeah. and Charlotte begins to tag with Sasha a bit. Of course, Summer is called up. Um, <laughs> I mean, she was blonde and breathing, so <laughs> you know, hey, hey, who's that? Who's that? She's blonde. Hey, hey, is that fresh air in her? Like, is that new air that she breathes every day? <laughs> okay, call her up. I want her. Yep. So, Summer got caught up. Um, and, I mean, because we, we have this thing on the podcast where if you're, we think if you're blonde and you're breathing, you're going to get called to the WWE. You're, they're going to do something with you. Um, however, I think Charlotte transcends that because she's blonde, breathing, and she, she can back it up. She has all the assets. Uh, she's not just some blonde chick that comes in and is getting pushed with less talent than certain people who are workers. She's a worker. She can talk in the mic. She's well-rounded. She's pretty much the perfect model for a female wrestler if you were to create one, you know? Um, I think, I think honestly, when it comes to... And also, not so much with that. Like, uh, again, you know, highlight the outside of who she is as a character, what she brings... A bachelor's in public relations goes far when you're a publicly traded company and you're, quote-unquote, um, an asset to that company. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, when they go into Fox and they're like, who's going to be presented on television and this character is presented on television, but they're like, okay, outside of this character, would this character be re- relied upon? It's, it's going to be relied upon. This is 52 yeah. weeks of television. You know what I mean? You're going to come in there, put the work. Is this you know, person going to be the character and, issues? Like, we yeah. talked about Bronner, our latest issue, uh, our latest episode of Reason Wrestling. Hey, you can catch us, Reason Wrestling. Uh, follow us on Twitter, RW Podcast One, <laughs> and also you can find us on Instagram and Facebook, Reasonable Wrestling Podcast. Find us wherever podcasts are being uh, podcasting. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but we, uh, yeah, we, we talked about Braun we not having the maturity Braun, exactly to, for the business, maybe. Um, and Charlotte definitely, I think, from day one came in. And with, that hurt. That hurts a that hurts a person being able like if Charlotte was to come in with an attitude. Yeah. If she was to come with any type of entitlement, if she was supposed to come in with any type of things are handed to me per se we may not be doing this character spotlight on this person uh-huh. because of how that but, impacts that you know but she's mean? still gonna get that that's the thing you know because even at wrestlemania 30 she was one of the hand-picked ones to be there on triple h's um you know his entrance she her alexa and Shah sasha so she's still gonna get that judgment no matter what but what i think she has done through her career is prove that she's not just here because of her father she's proven that she takes it seriously she b- lives and breathes it she committed it to it to, in a way that she gets better she improves every single time i see her you know i think this last match with her evolution with becky is her is my favorite match of charlotte's of all time you know and i i'm to say that now in her career after all this time is a testament to her getting better with the craft you know and taking it seriously so she's at the top of the um the the women's division now, in terms of her her, her image, she doesn't got the belt, but it, it was built through this in NXT. It's a you know, title belt. God <laughs> damn it! it it's, what do you mean it's a title? Oh, I said belt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, 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 Vince. Um, but anyways, let's move on. Um, NXT. 
I think uh, she had a match on May 29th, 2013, it was against Natty. And in her corner, she had Ric Flair. Yeah. Uh, uh, and no, in, in Charlotte's corner, she had Ric Flair, and Nat, Brett was in Natty's corner. Yeah. Um, I think this match showed that she had this crazy in-ring chain wrestling style that she can go if it was technical. You know, Rhea Regal had Actually, a great- that was my first kind of, like, put me on... Even though her debut was, you know, um, a couple of months, uh, a year before that. Actually, it was a year to, almost a year to the date, or not so much. Um, but um, she she debuted the year prior, and this was her coming out party, per se. That BFF run and mm-hmm. whatnot, it was, it was meh, yeah. you know what I mean? But... Her coming out and having an in ring, and this also started uh, the quote unquote revolution. Now AJ and Paige may have done a little bit of that. Emma uh, and Paige. Well, well, on the on the main roster. Okay, AJ and Paige okay. for, for the masses per uh-huh. se. Because you know I, mean? I remember because this is the second takeover. Yeah, Charlotte said that she came out with Natalia, and they said they wanted to be better than Emma and Paige, and that's why I bring them up. And, and, Emma, she specifically yeah. wanted to be better than that and match. Emma and Paige was a good match, but pers- but Paige going up for the main roster and being springboarded up there, and then showing her talents against Nikki and mm-hmm. AJ Lee and stuff like that. That's was like okay. Women, women yeah. go, women go. And then you like, where Paige come from? NXT. So you're like, okay, is there more women down there? You go down there, you say, oh, that's Ric Flair's daughter. Oh, who's this? The boss. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Who's this lovable character with the flaily, you know, waving hands? So you're kind of <laughs> yeah. like intrigued with the characters. And then when they work, you're like, holy shit, they can work. And then you see Natalia comes down there. Now you know of Natalia. Uh-huh. And Natalia goes down there, yeah. she wants to work with Charlotte. And then this is the match that they produced, and I think it was very technically sound. Um, uh, Rick and Brett not playing. Yo, I think (laughs) Rick Flair was crazy. He's over there wooing the entire match, damn near getting in the ring in the middle of the match. Rick was so (laughs) ad libbing, dog. He was so (laughs) ad libbing. And the thing is, is like people in the truck are telling the commentators, like, hey. Just uh, just go with it, man. We don't know what's going on either, but just yeah. go with it. And also, they were laying to the camera guys like, if you take that motherfucking camera off him, I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> but it was a great match. With beat for beat, they were um, on in sync, Kern Natty. Uh, William Regal had a great call calling this match a human chess match. You know, it was just great. Mind you, I'm over I'm, I'll be remiss to say this was for the Women's Top Championship. It was the finals of a tournament for the vacant women's championship after Paige dropped it to go to um, the main roster, uh, and and Charlotte um, won. You know she won the match. Uh, she got a huge pop, uh, almost turning face in that pop because people were cheering for her. You know, but she didn't, I mean, she didn't officially turn face. You got to think about it like that. That Rick is crying. A, she's crying. That's a moment. You know what I mean? Like that's a legit moment. We did mention. The unfortunate passing, and that that was actually supposed. That was his dream. That was his dream to be yeah. uh, winning the championship in WWE. He wanted to be. Uh, he wanted to follow Rick's footsteps. That was never uh, a Charlotte uh, 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 BKA Ashley. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that was never her path. So uh, for her to kind of literally pick that baggage up 
and run with that pack on her back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and to kind of like achieve herself. And honestly, she has to come in there and like she told the story. She she didn't get a tryout, so she felt guilty. So she worked extra yeah. hard, you know. And uh, she dedicated herself so they can so they can say, hey, we might have something. Um, and um, our um, our new audiences who don't know wrestling, like um, Irana was sitting here watching, she was like, how do they pick people? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. She's like, I know it's scripted. You know what I mean? Like, And that's what gets, she's like, that's what loses me. And then when she watches promo packages, she's like, okay, that's what gets me back into it. So yeah. it's a give and take of the, the suspension of disbelief. Uh-huh. So when they go to picking someone like, Ashley, you know what I mean. When they're picking someone, it's like, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna invest in you," and mm-hmm. you know to to see that she 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 de- she dedicates herself to the craft. Yeah, it kind of is the reason. It's the reason why we're doing the character spotlight. Of course, it's the of course. Why um, we're doing it. And this is just her first major title. Her first win. major title win. So, so we're like, "Holy shit!" Yeah. Okay, we're in for a yeah, ride. It was a great match. <laughs> um, um, you, you never know. You know what's gonna happen tomorrow in the industry. You don't know what if you're gonna, you're gonna be. We didn't like know Charlotte's gonna be what Charlotte was gonna be at this moment. But it was a great match. We do know that the potential was there. And before I miss this. Point because I'm I'm high and I may forget it, so I'm I'm I'm, I'm gonna say it right now and maybe bring it up later. Mm-hmm. But when you see Charlotte kind of getting the nudge, and you kind of look on the main roster and you saw Roman getting the nudge, it's around the the same kind of mm-hmm. like the same time frame. Charlotte's a little bit more palatable than Roman, unfortunately, because of even though she has the 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 quote unquote stigma of having things given to her and stuff like that, it was allowed for her to kind of work for. It. Not saying Roman didn't work for it, yeah, but you know what I mean. The, the it's a little bit more palatable the, the, to the, the audience. The digested. It was, and we'll it talk was, more about why exactly. But yeah, her her accepting her reigns. Uh, as champion and being on top is it's it's way more easy. Accepting to, to, accepting knowing that she's about to be forced down our throats is a little bit more digestible when you see how it's given to us. Yeah. How it's fed to us. Uh-huh. Charlotte was fed to us really, really well. Like you said, we're gonna get through her ebbs and flows of her career. Uh-huh. But like the way she was given to us, uh, versus Roman, it was it was it, it makes their parallel a little bit different. You yeah. know what I mean? So um, moving on, uh, she had her feud with ba- Bailey, and it, and it culminated. It keeps it going on, her and Bailey. But um, they had a match at Takeover Fatal Four Way. Uh, through this field, I think Bailey grew as a sympathetic character, which Charlotte can. She has an amazing knack for making somebody feel like nothing, <laughs> you know, and that she's so much more superior. Um, um, BFFs disband during this time. Uh, so Bailey and Charlotte have a great match, and Sasha comes out to beat down Bailey. Charlotte saves Bailey, and in that kind of interaction, we see uh, this kind of dynamic of Charlotte kind of turning back to a face uh, to get her prepared for her face run in the main roster. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not sure if they saw that far ahead, but she's over here turning up the face for this feud with Sasha, which had a different kind of feel. With then the feud with Becky, I think this feud with Sasha was vicious. I think her and Sasha fight each other with such disrespect for each other in certain ways. That's the contrast of her and a Bailey fight. Her and Sasha go out there to um, 
make each other look bad almost while beating them up to, to, to make a statement. So um, they have this cute, great chemistry. And I think this is when um, I've never seen a match over there uh, on NXT where she did a moonsault landing on her feet, then does a senton. And then she does the senton Sasha. It's a um, you're seeing the evolution of Charlotte as an athletic person in the ring, and uh, so- the psychology she had brings with Sasha is a different energy. Um, Charlotte wins with a natural selection from the top turnbuckle. Uh, they just they just they, they just kill it every single time, and that led, of course, to the fatal four way match uh, they, where her Becky, Sasha, and Bailey had what what was what was the time of that? What what was the occasion? Was that a NXT takeover? Um, yeah, it was a it was a takeover that they had. Um, I can't remember what it was. A takeover rival um, in February. There you go. Uh, and she actually she dropped the title. Yeah, uh, Sasha. Sasha Sasha got it, and then uh, yeah, she, Sasha put her in a bank statement yeah. for mad long, and then just long, turned her over into a pin. It was a long. I mean, because at that point, Sasha was still like. I mean, Charlotte was still. Um, you know, you still had to protect her. Mm-hmm. Um, she definitely doesn't mind tapping out now. She she mm-hmm. or but she got that win back next uh, with the, their uh, rematch on NXT. Yeah, and Sasha ended up making her tap uh, where no she she didn't she didn't get the win back. She did on NXT. I mean, I mean, Sasha got she, no Charlotte didn't get the win. Yeah, Charlotte. Yeah. Sasha ended up making her tap out yeah, later on, yeah, on NXT, NXT. So yeah. she's gonna have a problem tapping out. Yeah, um, I think it was a great match. But they they always fight great. They, like I said, they fight each other with such disrespect. For God's sake, Charlotte beat Sasha down with uh, her weave one time. <laughs> like she, she was hit. You, you gotta hate somebody a lot to beat him with your own weave once it falls out in I, the middle of a match. I think that I think that they just uh, the the ability to um, have different gears, that different matches with different people, is a testimony to the psychology and the the business. Yeah, um, knowing what you have, knowing the dynamic of your characters, knowing that Sasha is a boss, you are the queen. So when that is naturally going against each other, it has to be equal. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. It it can't it can't be where Bailey is the little sister, and you know with Becky, it's the best friends having competition. Like that yeah. fight between a queen and a boss, it only has to be one. My G. Yeah, like, yeah. None, both of these cannot exist <laughs> yeah, in the exactly. same vein. So it's a whole different dynamic when those two lock up. Um, it's crazy. Um, that. After this reign in NXT, she got called up, and this is where we're, get, where we're getting to the Team PCB era, era or Team PCB or Submission Sorority. Submission Sorority, what they were gonna call them. Um, I think they stopped because it was come kind of uh, definitely had to stop because it's uh, already taken by some 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 very um, say say somewhat. <laughs> <laughs> you just look it up your damn <laughs> God dang it. Um, but yeah, P- Team PCB of okay. um, Be- um, Paige, Charlotte, and Becky. Mm-hmm. Um, they all had submissions. Uh, two, uh, Paige had the, the the widow thing. I forgot what it's called. Black Widow, is that what it's called or something like that? I don't um, know. I forgot. 
But her submission was dope. Mm-hmm. Becky had the arm bar, and then Charlotte has the figure eight. So they, they all had submissions. They came up. They feuded with the Bellas. They feuded with the Team Bella, Bella. Team Bella. With, of course, Alicia Fox. Ali- oh, Alicia's been a lackey for her whole career. <laughs> and then uh, and Team Bad, which had Naomi, Tamina, and Sasha Banks. And Sasha, the boss, Banks. Um, so it was... Um, they have a three-way tag match at SummerSlam. It was. And what do you think about Team PCP? Did, you, would that, did that wet your palate at all? No. It didn't? I, I mean, that revolution was... that The beginning of that revolution, I'm like, okay, you got to give me something more it than that. It looked warm. But you it was got, a way it to... Was a, it was a way to introduce them, of Yeah, course. it was a way to introduce them. It was an injection of like some really good wrestlers to the women's roster to so then put these matches on on main roster so we can see... The, it evolved. Well, you, if you're gonna, if we're gonna do it, we gotta say her debut was at Battleground, um, and each team had a representative, a representer, and so it was Charlotte versus Becky versus Brie Bella in a triple threat. So that was her. Um, that was her. That was Summerslam. Her, no, that was Battleground. Oh, Battleground. Battleground okay. was her was her pay per view debut. And then the three teams did the the the, uh, the three team elimination, and where Charlotte team then won with Becky uh, Penn Bree. So okay. Charlotte was successful. Excuse me. Started her reign of uh, being undefeated on pay per views really really early. Um, and, then, and then she gets into her feud with Nikki Bella. Yeah, she gets a feud with Nikki Bella with the uh, beat the, the they start the they had a beat the clock challenge. Um, yeah. And the winner of the big Beat the Clock Challenge was going to meet Nikki Bella at, at a Night of Champions, I think it was. And, um, and Charlotte won. Charlotte won. Charlotte won the Beat the Clock Challenge. And then Charlotte won the title. Charlotte mm-hmm. won her very first title, um, the Divas Championship. She is the last ever Divas Champion of all mm-hmm. time. She won it at um, Champions, right? She won it at Night of Champions. September 20th, 2015. She beat Nikki Bella. The same night that Sting dies. Sting, I mean, Seth Rollins, you killed Sting, fam. <laughs> fam. If y'all don't, yo, have anybody else, has anybody seen Sting since 2015? <laughs> I mean, he wasn't all of him. That's about it. I mean, was it really him? <laughs> I mean, he does wear a mask. Man, he, I mean. I mean paint. So, yeah, that, no, night was, of, that night of champions was the night that Sting died uh, against Seth Rollins. Um, but also was the night that uh, Charlotte became the first ever um, and last ever. The, uh, well, she was the, that was her first ever championship. Her first ever, yeah. And then she was the last ever Divas champion. Yeah, she ended uh, Nikki's record long reign. Which they actually had a match on Raw and ext- kind of, you know, where she pinned the wrong person, Brie Bella. And then that extended the feud to the Championship where she took the belt and uh, ended uh, Nikki's, uh, you know, longest Divas Championship reign. Uh, and she became champion. So they, they, they put the strap on her, you know. Um, and I think at this point, <clears throat> the fans kind of saw this as a way of um, them starting this whole, like, oh, she's entitled kind of thing. So it's already getting given this vibe of, like, oh, she, they're giving her the strap because she's entitled. And it's setting her up for a turn down the line. But she goes on to a, a feud with Paige, who turns on PCB. You know, and she cuts skating promos on Charlotte all through the fall. Uh, uh, and to the extent of bringing up, 
even uh, Reed Reed's passing, it was um, an interesting way to to ha- to have Charlotte connect with the fans. I think, but also this was her first test to see if she can hold the mic and the spotlight against somebody like Paige who has done it before. You know, they, uh, I think, I think honestly it was, uh, it was, it was her first test and it was an, um, an opportunity to see if they can establish, um, emotional, uh, ethos with the mm-hmm. crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, once I'm they, not sure if it worked cause I think that Paige calling her out for nepotism all the time and, Calling her family, I, it was cool, but for the fans that are you know like legitimate wrestling fans, I think they still see it as oh well, of course she's here because you know at this point still you know they don't see it as she earned it yet. Well, I mean, it, I, at this time you just have to if you're a wrestling fan, yes, you do have your worries, but you do have to let it play out. Uh huh. But yeah, the feud was great. Uh, Paige, I think, works. Works. You know, she's a great worker. Uh, you know, her and Charlotte both have a lineage of families in wrestling. It was a way to introduce introduce her that I think was legit. Um, but going forth, uh, Charlotte gradually and she gradually turns heel, which I thought was great. It's her kind of being influenced by Ric Flair and him being being her valet coming out and influencing her in in the ways of. Playing the game dirty to keep the title on, keep the title on herself, and staying on top is harder than keeping it. And through through her title reign, she takes attributes from Rick's dirty life and dirty career um, to stay on top and, 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 and attributes which is it, natural, which it's, is yeah, is natural. So that was attributed to them knowing what they wanted. They was like, okay, let's see. It's, it's almost what they didn't do. Uh, for Roman, mm-hmm. per se, yeah, you know what I mean. Like they didn't get the they didn't get the opportunity with their stubbornness because it was like okay, it's easier for it to be played for for her to be a heel because we have Rick to fall back on. Yeah, of course. Um, so it was it was it was the, again fed to uh-huh. us, and we was like okay, let's see it, let's see it, and then when she turns on Becky. Because Becky wants to have, you know, uh-huh. friendly competition. Again, this is a, this is what we're talking about. So she wrestles Becky and his best friends. They're best friends. Uh-huh. They work out together. They have January 4th, 2016, yep. And they, they, they have these type of uh, matches to where it's, uh, it's, it's, it's one-upsmanship between friends. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, if you're playing the game with a friend of yours, you know, me and CT, like, that's my homie, but... We play FIFA. I gotta bust his ass. We play Madden. I gotta bust his ass. Dog. Who's busting whose ass? Go get out of here, dog. We can spark it up right now. Hey, you may have got me in FIFA because I don't know how to freaking shoot. <laughs> but when it comes to Madden, uh, uh-uh. oh man. Um, but with them, you can see, you can tell. Yeah. you can you can tell that that's there. You know, mm-hmm. and that's that competitive what, nature, that competitive vibe with them. It's like just one upsmanship the entire match, reversals on reversals, and it fits um, and it fit the narrative of what you're talking about with Rick. You know what I mean? Yeah. If Rick's saying, "Hey, being one up," if this is already one upsmanship, you ain't you ain't cheating, you ain't trying to win if you ain't cheating. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh-huh. So it, it it was it played that narrative really well. Uh-huh. Becky actually cheats to beat Charlotte on that Raw. and Charlotte is like, "How dare she?" You know, but even though Rick tried to treat earlier on. Uh, that's when you know Charlotte just snaps and um, 
attacks Becky after the match, solidifying her heel turn. And we then get the reign of uh, the true, uh, the true Charlotte. I think this is where Charlotte starts to really gain respect as a heel and make us really hate loving her. You know, um, moving forth, you know, she she had some more feuds or oh, love hating her. Huh? Or make us love hating oh, her. Oh, love hating her. Yeah. yeah. You know? Uh, she has some more feuds going uh, forth, but we it all culminated in WrestleMania 32. Fast forward to that. Um, I think that was the culmination of the women's revolution to date. It was uh, in Dallas, Texas. Yeah, Dallas, WrestleMania 32. They, they were... They were the promo. They, they, their, 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 their image of Charlotte, Sasha, and Becky, uh, centerpiece with Undertaker and Shane and Triple H and Roman Reigns flanking the the arena. Uh, that that made that honestly. That's the match you wanted to see. You know, that's that's what that card was atrocious. That card was. They stole the show, though, and they stole the show. They and um, it was then when we have now what is the Raw Women's Championship, but it was just the Women's Championship at that time, and they were replacing the Divas Championship, and it was on fire when they unveiled that belt. You know, yeah, we didn't unveil it. God damn it, it's a championship. Um, well, yeah, yeah, Lita unveiled the championship at WrestleMania 32. Um, it, I think it would look beautiful. It still looks great. Um, it's one of the best model belts, I think, on the roster, if not top all two, time. you know, of all time. All um, time. I, I want to change the women play off of it and put men's on it so I can rock it. <laughs> but, uh, um, yeah, they, she came out in her prestigious dad's blue robe. From WrestleMania, uh, when he retired, WrestleMania, what was that? Uh, it was 24, 20. I think 24, I think it was. Um, but yeah, they had a great match. Her, Charlotte, and Becky had certain sequences that were just spot on. There was a few um, moments that were not so sharp, but, you know, for she, she had a moonsault spot. Moonsault spot. And for Kane Undertaker, that's how you catch somebody. Go watch that match. I mean, Charlotte does a moonsault. And Shecky, I mean Shecky, Becky and Sasha. Shecky. <laughs> Becky and Shaka. <laughs> Becky Coming and Sasha. Down, Becky and Sasha actually catch her. So, uh, yeah, they had a crazy submission sequence in that match that was dope. And, actually, the opening sequence of that match was dope, of the pinning combinations. Of, yeah. Um, them going back and forth, sunset flips, reversals. Uh, when even the the spot of uh, Charlotte has Becky in the figure four, and then Sasha with the frog splash. Uh, um, the um, of course it, Rick plays a part in the ending of the match. Uh, Rick goddamn holds uh-huh. Sasha from preventing to get into the ring as Becky taps uh-huh. to the figure four or figure eight. I'm sorry, and you are. The new WWE Women's Champion. I mean, she's she retained. She was well. I mean, no that that would have been the she, okay. Well, she's the new WWE. Did, okay. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But okay, she retained. She, yeah, she retained, but she's also the new. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. she holds a spot on top of the the mountain. She's rare. Again. Yeah, yeah. There you go. She's just one only. The one only. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Ricochet. <laughs> Charlotte Blair's the one and only. Um. um but yeah, I think that they, uh, I think Becky in that moment had a written a letter to Charlotte 
uh, saying that she was they chose the right person. And for a friend to do that, uh, while she's also been fighting her whole career to be a wrestler and be at the top and have that crowning moment, was um, it means a lot to somebody like Charlotte to have that friend of yours that has your back through and through, even at spite of their own success. Um, may, that may look like that uh, was a very um, is very noble of Becky. Uh, I mean, honestly, again, when you're talking about who they can put on top and market. Yes, we clamor for Sasha, but we then listen to Sasha speak and cut promos, and they're not as eloquent as we need them to be. Even though Charlotte talks like this... <laughs> but you can hear it. She you can, and, she, and that's very key because that also plays a part when she wants to go in front of people. Yeah. Sasha kind of... She, ha, she has a dial back, mm-hmm. but that dial back is chill. It's laid back. Okay. You know what I mean? I don't think that is in front of the camera worthy. And when we put her on in front of the camera to turn it on... To like I see Bianca being a better version of Sasha as far as the authenticity of okay. what they're trying to portray. Okay, Bianca is the boss. <laughs> That's gonna be a good for you to see. She pops her gum, yeah. she swings her hair, and when she speaks, you can. It's it not, hits. It's not the day. Yeah. That or Mia. <laughs> you know, so yeah. coming to so and then also Becky, you know, she's not known. She's she's relatively I think she gets new. a bad look because of her accent. No, I think that's I, what it is. Honestly, I think Vince is like probably sees the accent like, oh, there people are not gonna completely but, connect. But, and now they get it. I think now okay, they get I'll, the whole Becky thing. I think but also at the time too, Becky, we we it, Sasha's very niche. Also able to she she when she was able to um spread her wings she did she blossomed but she also has that issue where we talk about maturity mm-hmm. you know what i mean if we give this to you how are we able to trust you when you have it you know what i mean mm-hmm. and if your gimmick is the boss do you take that outside do you believe that mm-hmm. you know what i mean like charlotte yeah. i think she Again, when she thinks are given to her, is given to her with the expectation of it has to be great. Yeah. So she has that kind of chip uh-huh. on her shoulder to make sure it's perfection. Charlotte has put the pressure on herself, and she succeeds. She, she lives up to it. Whereas I think um, they all put pressure on themselves. I think Charlotte um, does it to maybe a more minute perfectionist level. Yes. And not that everybody else not working hard. I think Becky works hard. I think Sasha works hard. But I think they see a consistency and they bank on it as if you're investing in somebody. Exactly. You, know? you got to put your money down on the table. Okay, I'm going to put my horse, my money on this horse and see if it, if it wins the race. They have a higher chance of it succeeding with Charlotte. So they put that money on Exactly. Her, you know? Exactly. Um, and I definitely see that's how. And that is why you see the ev- the difference in battles when she has these like 
when she has the battle with Natalia, mm-hmm. you see it's a it's a battle of kind of legacy. Okay, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Brett was very technical. Rick was considered the best. Mm-hmm. You know, so they carry that when they wrestle. They do. When Sasha has it with Charlotte, when they carry it to this this feud. Charlotte wins the title at WrestleMania. She has the women's championship. She has a light feud with Natalia. Yeah. And then she goes into the feud with Sasha. And that feud with Sasha in 2016 is the feud that, quote unquote, you say put them two on the map. I think that feud took them on to a new level. I think that feud took them to a new level. I think throughout 2016, I mean, she had Ric Flair, you know, at her side. I think what took her to the next level in terms of her character was letting go of Ric Flair. So after the Natalia feud, after WrestleMania, she was she she went from being a student of the game to the teacher, which she she acquired Dana Brooke under her wing, and then she disbanded with, from Rick. I think that changed her in terms of her character in the ring, though, and and getting that credibility as a legendary um, person who's going to go out there and put on legendary match, remarkable. You know things that you're gonna remember. You're gonna remember that Sasha Helen Cell with 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 uh, Charlotte. It's the first one ever, and not to mention they were the first woman to main event a pay per view. You know, um, it, it, it they main event Raw. You know, um, I we and you have we and you have kind of different ideologies of their title swappings. Um, uh-huh. her, you know, uh, you think it helps elevate the two? I think it necessarily. Uh, it, it kind of could have been done another way to kind of um, written better. You know, uh-huh. we we you, you know we're we're film guys, and we, yeah. you know as far as how it was produced, how the story was told, it just could have been a better storytelling. But having, like I said, the queen and the boss. Uh-huh. You know, Sh- Charlotte has the title, and she loses it to Sasha on the Raw. And she's literally before she taps out, she looks at Sasha and says, "You're never gonna beat me." <laughs> you know the arrogance, the yeah. ego, the, the you know the the like the and Sasha yeah. takes that as and that is the that is the um, it's a venom to it. It's like a, it's like it's like this deep deep hatred. <laughs> I, I, you know? I don't know if it's can, not even hatred. They should respect it. I don't know if we can quote this, but we brought it up, and I'm gonna run with it. You said Charlotte, and if you didn't, Charlotte, correct us, but we're going to quote you. You know what I mean? Charlotte says that Sasha's her sting, Bailey's her dusty, and Becky is her steamboat. And if you look at how they are constructed in their matches, when you look at Rick and his feuds with Sting, you can see that Sting was supposed to be the guy in WCW. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. As Sasha uh-huh. is supposed to be leading the vision. She has the le- she sells so much bleeping merch. Yeah, her fandom is crazy. Her fandom is crazy. Sasha is supposed to we was painting our face like Sting. Mm-hmm. Sting was supposed to be the guy. And, and then you, you have girls putting on some boss. The boss got the rings the and, and they sell her, her 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 costume, I think, at Party City or something mm-hmm. like that. Like, or you can buy the costume. Yeah. Sasha's marketable. Sasha's like, why aren't I in that spot? Because you have a flair. A mm-hmm. flair is just going to be better than you, unfortunately. That's not fair to say. I know, but that <laughs> is it. That is, that is, that's, that's just what uh, it is. But let's talk about their, their, their matches. Because I, I personally went back and watched all the matches. And I think 
they did have different types of matches. Yes, they had the same lockup in mm-hmm. all these matches. Yes, they. I love. I love that because she doesn't do that with everybody. Yeah, yeah, it's, she doesn't do it with everybody. Watching Charlotte, it's every single Sasha match. It's let's let's do a Colorado tie up, mm-hmm. and it's a test of strength. Yeah, and they they just and they just at, like, go at they're locking horns, as I like to say. You know, really, they legit horns. They lock horns. <laughs> <laughs> I'll horns. let you get away with that. <laughs> yeah. They legit uh, and, lock and, horns, and, and it comes off as aggressive in nature, but competitive, yes, yes. and like just trying to be better. Not like I'm gonna try to play a game and try to outsmart you in mm-hmm. psychology. They just like, all right, you want to fight? We're gonna fight each other, boom, mm-hmm. and we're gonna take it, take it, um, take it to each other right off the bat. Um, they had um, their, uh, July twenty fifth. She lost. She she dropped it to Sasha Banks, ending her um, one hundred thirteen day uh, days on top as a champion. Uh, that led to Charlotte versus Sasha going take on own, its own new life at Janu- July thirteenth of Raw. Um, I'm sorry, July thirteenth of Raw, or is it? Which is, um, let's well, just let's, let's just fast forward to SummerSlam. Okay, <laughs> Charlotte yeah, drops Sasha from the top of her book in that match. That 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 was the that was the match where well, oh, so Sasha again like has a point to prove when she wrestles Charlotte that she puts her body at unneeded risk. <laughs> that raw match where she does the dive and she like scorpions herself. Mm-hmm. Uh the bump that she takes in SummerSlam, like you just mentioned with the back body drop where she lands on her back of her neck. Even early in her match, she goes from a razor's edge from the top rope. Yeah. To her Love the spot. Love it. It's fantastic. She so barely oh, kills herself. My gosh. And, just like a uh, inch. Oh my god! She barely just like breaks her neck. Yo, but the fact that also when it comes to them wrestling, Charlotte then always remembers that she's bigger. Like if you ever see the dynamic of their matches, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, they'll go for submissions and whatnot. But Charlotte punishes. Mm-hmm. I love it when Charlotte. Yeah. I love when Charlotte realizes that she is genetically. And superior, and uh-huh. she takes and that imposes on and her. imposes yeah. it on her our, on her on, yeah. her on her on her opponent. So them going back and forth that SummerSlam, Charlotte at that point uh, wins the title back as uh, Sasha came in with the title. Um, so she wins it back, becomes the, the two time women's champion. Um, she goes into Night of Champions uh, September twenty fifth. Triple threat, right? Uh, it was the um, triple threat with Bailey and Sasha. Was that Night of Champions? Yeah, they had a triple threat, I believe. Earlier that year, I think, and it's kind of it's like put plant, they planted the seeds for the Bailey. Yes, um, yes, Charlotte yeah, it, 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 way yes, early, early. Way you know, early, they yeah. planted the seeds for that uh, with adding her in, and just that dynamic of Charlotte just being so much more arrogant and cocky, like oh please, little girl, get out of my face. But she drops um, the she, but that's that's again where I feel like it hurts the rain because she drops it again. To Sasha. So when she wins it back at SummerSlam mm-hmm. as two time and she's going to retain in a triple threat, allow mm-hmm. her to have a reign. I uh, mean, she dropped it October 3rd, uh, I think. Bro, that's a literally like what? A week after her retaining the triple threat. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then, and then, and then, and then she wins it back. At Hell in a Cell. At Hell in a Cell. Mm-hmm. It. Making her three times so like, but you know I love how like let's go back to the October third match. I think uh, I, they you know they talk trash to each other while they're wrestling. I love that, but the finish 
was a bank statement into the pin, and she reversed it back into the bank statement. If you remember back in SummerSlam, Charlotte won at SummerSlam because she reversed a bank statement into a pin. The finish of that match is like Sasha learned, oh no, you're not going to play me the same way you played me at SummerSlam to take the title back, and she wins it back um, by learning from that. So I think that their psychology, they do, they do, they did the best they can to tell a different story. The way they do it. I'm not saying that the booking wasn't repetitive. And I'm not saying the booking wasn't like um, uh, topsy-turvy. You know, the hot potato with the title wasn't like, you know, gets, didn't get stale. What I'm saying is, is that this moment had to happen to elevate these two girls to another level. And it I, did. I, I, I think. In the eyes of the general public oh, and in the eyes of wrestling fans, this moment does resonate. I think if this is how you do it. And I don't want to be revisionist history because we're, we're, we're recapping her, her wonderful career. But this is to me, and this is me booking and telling the story. If, if, if Charlotte wins nefariously on that Raw and eludes Sasha from winning the title... Mm-hmm. And they already know that Hell in a Cell was coming up in Boston. Why not have Sasha win mm-hmm. in Hell in a Cell, main eventing, main eventing the first ever, mm-hmm. uh, hell, main eventing the first ever pay per view, first ever Hell in a Cell, mm-hmm. and you allow a little bit of breathing room because this is my this is my thing, and this is what kind of tuned me out. Of this particular story, and okay. I get that's why we have our dynamic of telling of having our different ideologies. I like how mm-hmm. we have this conversation. When Charlotte wins in August at SummerSlam, August twenty first, retains September twenty fifth. That's the month of her having yeah. the title. Then she drops it October third. Then she wins it back October thirtieth. Then, because of the Survivor Series, they don't have a match. But she drops it November 28th in the False Count Anywhere match on Raw. Yeah. Which was a great which match. Which is a great match. Then, she wins it back in an Iron Woman match. Yeah. And the, and, another and, great match. Which is another great match. But I'm saying, you can have those great matches, but the story of... If, if, if Charlotte wins in Hell in a Cell... The Peaks and Valley. If the Peaks and Valley of it. Charlotte wasn't Helen. I mean, if Sasha wasn't Helen Cell, and Charlotte's like, Fuck, yeah. I lost it. I, I, I need it, it yeah, back. I get you. I need it. I need it back, and I win it back at the I at the Falls Count anywhere. I think Sasha winning at a pay per view, one of the big bigger matches, would have added more venom to their feud mm-hmm, a little bit. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. all right, she is legitimately going to beat you on a big stage. Mm-hmm. You know, she illegit legitimately, but I think. I'm not sure when they figured that's out the whole Charlotte. They, that's why they. Did, that's why I didn't elevate it for me because. Okay. Th- that is when you see, like, I get what they were building because Charlotte ended up eventually having a 16 pay-per-view, yeah. a 16. I'm, like, I'm not sure when they figured that out, that they were making that re- that that record of her winning every pay-per-view, that streak. I'm not sure when they actually came to terms with realized, okay, they have she has a streak and we're going to actually run, put this on, on um, play it into her character on air. But... I'm not. If it was here, they probably did it because they didn't want Sasha to win to break the streak. Uh, I don't know for sure. That's that, true. They, 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 but, but giving it to Sasha on Raws back to back to back is like we do want to give you that spot, but we don't want to. And granted, this is, but they, they didn't even pay it off with Bailey beating her at WrestleMania, which was I think she beat her at a fast lane. So that's I think that was kind of stupid. Well, but I get what you're Bailey, saying. Bailey got the pin. Bailey got the pin. At, at, uh, she got the pin um, um, on, at 33 
on on Charlotte and that five way. Mm-hmm. I know we're fast forwarding, but like, no, no, yeah, I know. Oh, oh, what you're saying as far as like, as far as like, they had the streak going until Fastlane. I think if they were, if they knew this was a streak. Yeah. they should have waited until WrestleMania. It's just like they waited with Oscar, exactly. You know, but hey, you know, uh, with her, but, so, but with, her, just putting her, a pin on her and Sasha, though. I think they have thing. really. Great, I mean, they have really great. They, bro, they uh, they had a really great uh, dynamic. Their dynamic, chemistry, their chemistry. Uh, like we said, we, you know, the the false count anywhere match on that they had was a highlight for them. That was a first ever again mm-hmm. their main event in Raw. They had the thirty minute Iron Man match that we because I know we're not going to deep. And why are we still them. calling it an Iron Man match? Why can't we call it an Iron Woman match? Well, it was an Iron Woman match. Can I say I, that? I think it was an Iron Woman. It yeah, wasn't. It was, they it said was, Iron Man the entire yeah. time. They did the same thing with Sasha and Bailey. It's Iron Woman match. Like let's let let us. They are women. Like. <laughs> Why we gotta make everything man? Anyways, um, she did and great the, matches. Great match. Uh, the Royal Rumble match that she had against Bailey. Her her 2016 into 17 mm-hmm. was her particular coming out party. Okay, I think that was Charlotte's coming out party. And yes, Sasha she was on, running on also. Sasha yes. had a really good. She had a really good helping hand. She was a really good sting. Mm-hmm. Really good thing. She had a helping hand in that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But Charlotte really, like you said, this dispatched herself from Rick, really stepped out. They gave her the name Charlotte Flair. It's like, hey, we're not going to give you Rick Flair, which will give you the name. Because at mm-hmm. that point, she was just Charlotte. Yeah. By WrestleMania, they were giving her yeah. just Charlotte. They're giving her Charlotte. Because she was just using Charlotte until, like, WrestleMania 33, um, I believe. I, I, uh, her taking that name on it and living up to it was something I hoped would happen, but I'm not sure if she could do it because um, we had never seen it really done to that level of somebody that great. We've had people who are second gener- generation wrestlers do great things, but they were never on that level of like legendary status of Ric Flair. I'm sorry, uh, but The Rock's father wasn't on that level. Uh, Curtis Axel's father wasn't on Ric Flair's level. Not that he wasn't a legend in his own right. These exactly. guys are all legends in their yeah. own right. But that pressure is so... It's, it's, it's almost like you can never surmount, surmount that, almost. So moving forward, I think she really like leans in on that heel character with Bailey. And with that feud going for, and it built for months, and that's her dusty. Yeah, and that's her dusty. <laughs> that's her dusty baby. <laughs> it's the American dream, yeah. the thrill. That I love me some Bailey. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. This is your fucking head. But uh, going into that feud with Bailey, she faced that Royal Rumble, like you mentioned. Uh, she beats her with the natural selection on an apron, and it's just building Bailey as this ultimate underdog going to WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Um, where you know, as Sasha, there was a ferocity with Bailey. She knows she's better, mm-hmm. you know, and she she, she wrestles as so, just disrespecting Bailey. But mostly. she drops the title yeah. on a raw, on a raw, bro. Yeah. Crash TV, bro. <laughs> Vince Russo, bro. Yeah, she wins it uh, with a, with an assist on with, from Sasha Banks. In Vegas uh, on Raw, and she, you know Bailey gets a huge pop. Uh, she putting Bailey over in a phenomenal way. I think. I think. Yeah, she could save her with Sasha helping her out. But uh, that moment and that pop, it was huge. You know, everybody wanted to see Bailey win it. 
I do think they should have postponed it to WrestleMania, though. Or, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Bro, she drops the title on a Raw, doesn't retain it at Fastlane, and then takes each the pin. At Mania, yeah. and then loses tonight. Now she does business on her way out because she's getting drafted to SmackDown at yeah. this time. But the elevation, man. Yeah. The elevation, and the, then you the, missed the, it. Getting the maximum bang for your Bro, buck, and then you missed it the was spot missed. on. You missed it on Naya. Yeah. Naya goes up now. Granted, if you want to break the streak, don't drop the title on Raw. Drop it at Fastlane. Huh. Charlotte's determined to get it at Mania. Nia goes over. That way, all five of your women that is in that match held that championship. That way, all five of them are elevated within that year. Uh. Nia doesn't get her title until a year after. It's blah. The same thing they're going to do with Braun. It's going to be blah. You're kind of missing the boat because when... Again, she's doing business. She's doing what she has to do to put her girls over, which is what a locker room leader does. But storyline goes, dropping on a Raw again. You were like, damn, well, if I'm you, bitch, I wouldn't even defend my title on Raw. The fuck? I get counted out. Disqualify something. God damn. You don't learn from your mistakes, nigga? Shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, yeah. like, she she loses again on a Raw. She doesn't get it back on her fast lane. Mm-hmm. And then she eats the pin at Mania uh, to, for Bailey retaining. Yeah. it That doesn't make sense. It doesn't. It doesn't. Uh, Bailey retaining against Sasha, Charlotte, and Nia. I mean, they all jumped Nia immediately, got her out of there. It was elimination, by yes, the way. Yes, um, exactly. Uh, then they got Sasha out there. I forgot how Sasha was taken out, but left it down to Charlotte and Bailey. And it wasn't like she, she just pinned her because it was, it was elimination. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that Bailey needed that WrestleMania moment. I think that she was the hottest thing going into WrestleMania. Not hottest thing in the company, but hottest like at a women's roster in terms of face. She was the hottest person at that moment. So Bailey needed the strap. However, I would have given him the strap at WrestleMania rather, or at Fastlane, like you said. I think that then you know he goes into you know WrestleMania like I'm getting it back on the grand stage, stage at all. Exactly. And nobody's gonna stop me. It's a better motivation than uh, you know you beat me back on that Raw way back when. I gotta come back. She beat she, or, her. You know, or, or, or like you you ended my streak of pay per views. You Yo, know, she beat her on a Raw in February. Mania is in April. Like, I just wanted that streak to go to WrestleMania. That's oh, why that streak yeah. should have went to WrestleMania, yeah. man. The but anyways, you like know, like we said, she she loses the title. Yeah. Um, she puts over Bailey, uh, Dusty her, her Dusty's crown, and she gets her moment. Yeah. Um, and then she puts over the monster Nia that we want to see a little bit more of a little later. Mm-hmm. Please, ooh, Nia's on Raw, Charlotte's on SmackDown. That's gonna be fire at Survivor Series. Uh, but they're not facing each other. Right? They're going oh, to yeah. be in a in a in a fight. In a, in a fight in a, in a, okay, I'm thinking that she has a title. You're uh, right. So yeah, that's going to be good. I would like to, I like to see a little more of that. So then she gets drafted. She puts over Nia April 10th. The very by this time SmackDown is back to back with Raw, mm-hmm. and she shows up on SmackDown the very next night, um, April 11th, um, during the Super Shakeup. 
And um, she uh, ended up going right into a feud with Naomi, or uh, what was supposed to be a feud with Naomi that we wanted to see. Uh Um, Naomi was champion at that time. She had just won or retained her title in Orlando at 33 and was the champion. And uh, Charlotte came over and was like, you know what I came here for, dog? (laughs) You you know what I mean? You already know. It's like a dude coming over a girl house at 3 in the morning. Like, I'm sorry, (laughs) but you know what I'm here for. <laughs> Let's cut to the chase. You caught, you caught me over <laughs> here. You know what I mean? Like, Let's cut to the fucking chase. So, but uh-huh. she didn't get a chance to because of the welcoming committee. Yeah. Again, Natalia just finds her way to Charlotte. It's like a goddamn magnet. Yeah. So it's Natalia. Throughout her entire career, Charlotte and and, and Natty, she they're like a magnet. You're right. Mm-hmm. They keep bouncing into each other mm-hmm. every mm-hmm. step of the way. Um, so they have the, yes, they have the, they have the we'll take a right squad. No, nah, it's the. Welcoming committee. The welcoming committee. And she went to kind of a, you know, some some feuds with them and Naya. I mean and Naomi against the welcoming committee and Becky was a part of that as well. It was it was lukewarm, you know? But she's but here's the thing about SmackDown at that time. SmackDown at that time, all the women were getting love. Like everybody was getting all love. All the women so, were getting love, Charlotte but was, it wasn't but Charlotte was elevated above everybody, but it's a cool. It's cool because she got so many people over. It was like you know she was in the made, middle of everything. Yeah, it made the women's also division the women's division a little bit. A little, it was secondary. It was secondary, but because AJ, AJ and Dean at that point, and then Dolph and Miz at that point was very. But old. it was fluctuating, and you you want to see what was going to happen. At least personally with me, I didn't. I I think the whole SmackDown Women's roster at that point. Could legitimately have a, a stake at the title in some way, or it could have a, a match with Naomi that we would say, okay, all right, no, n- not bad. You know, it wasn't like Becky and Naomi would be good. You know, her and Charlotte would be good. Her and Natalia, Naomi and Natalia happened. You know, Natalia got the title over her. They were legitimately putting on good matches, they and were. nobody was supremely elevated above the rest. And, but and SmackDown, it was a big moment for SmackDown. And SmackDown actually held where they had the first Money in the Bank. Yeah. Women's Money in the Bank, and Charlotte was a part of that. Um, it was um, it was definitely entertaining. Yeah, uh, they, they had back to back Money in the Bank matches because oh yeah, that's true. They had it on a Sunday, and then they had it again on Tuesday because of Ellsworth it was worth winning it. Yeah. Um, Great like, job, WWE. Have a man win the first <laughs> women's. Money in the Bank match. You guys just don't learn. Oh, <laughs> it's like it's evolution, but not really. And they pull it back a little bit. It's evolution, but... So that happened yeah, in we'll June. Um, then she competed in a fatal five-way elimination um, at Battleground in July. Uh-huh. And then Rick had a legitimate health scare uh, for a couple months uh, that kept her out. Yeah, he she- had, um, a, I think, kidney failure, which led to... Uh, he had he, he had surgery that led to kidney failure. Which was um, put him out in a coma for ten days, crazy, crazy experience. So she, uh, she obviously like I'm not gonna be on the road portraying my dad's daughter when I mm-hmm. am my dad's daughter. And he needs me there, so yeah. She was out until he got you know well, and she came back and um, she was kind of gradually positioning herself back into the role. And she won the title against Natty in November. So from April really to November, it was, as you say, it was a, a melting pot. Um, but it was really nothing of note for her. Yeah, for her person, yeah. Personally, character-wise, um, t- uh, until she wins the title um, from Natty um, in, in, in November. And she wins that. 
Uh, it was a, a lumberjack. No, actually, yeah, she wins it uh, in a, um, uh, on a SmackDown. Yeah, in, in Charlotte. Yeah, in, in North Carolina. Um, and that led in her hometown. To, yeah, yeah that, she had a she had a reflect surprise there exactly. on, the, on the stage. Yeah. That, that was that was, yeah. that was, that was, that it, was it was really good, you know. And then later on that night, I think she gets jumped by Raw and uh, Alexa, and them come yes. and jump her. Yes. and Alexa and her have a match on the Survivor Series. Yeah. Going forward, because it was supposed to be Natalia and Alexa going into Survivor Series, and that week the title changed to Charlotte. Charlotte wins, and she cuts a great promo because she went through you know almost losing your father. It's a great, I mean, it's a traumatic thing. I lost my father. I remember that moment, mm. and if I had to go back to work while having that you know pressure of like what's going to happen to my dad, it's a crazy experience to go through. Um, she comes back to SmackDown, and she gets the title. She's finally back on top. And then she has this match with Alexa, which was okay. It was not bad. I thought that it was, you know, the you know, you got the blonde queens of Ron Smack. Ron SmackDown. <laughs> you know, Charlotte wins with the figure eight. And that was that. You know, she helped SmackDown uh get that victory. And then she retains again against Natalia in a Lumber Jill match. Mm-hmm. Instead of a Lumberjack, a Lumber Jill. Yeah, so they call it that Jill, yeah. but they don't call Iron well, Man. Well, I call they, Iron they Woman. actually they call it a Lumberjack match. I call it a <laughs> I'm being culturally responsible here. <laughs> All right. So um, yeah, Fastlane. She goes into a few with Ruby Riot, which I'm um, I'm not a, I'm not a huge Ruby Riot fan, but I like her. Nerds. Nerd Wallet presents Money Questions Credit Card Round. Ready, Steve? No time to answer. How can you compare and apply for the best travel credit cards? Turn to the nerds. Where can you find the best card for your credit score? Turn to the nerds for a triple point bonus. Is it better to earn rewards in points or miles? Uh, I'm kidding. Turn to the nerds. Winner, winner. Fiscally responsible dinner. Game's over, Steve. From the lowest rates to the best rewards. For all your credit card questions, turn to the nerds at nerdwallet.com. Work in the ring. Um, watching that match was, was all right. Ruby was getting a, get a little spot over there, and that's when Asuka shows up to challenge her at Fastlane. Because uh, Asuka was, oh, Asuka I, and, and I was there at that WrestleMania match. Um, what I can tell you was... It was an electric atmosphere. Oh, really? That um, I thought it was a great match. Oscar and Charlotte watched it. Was, it was, you know, so sorry not to bypass Ruby Riot, but you know, you lost. And then, you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that was what we wanted. Yeah, we we got, we, we got, we got Oscar and Charlotte because we knew we were getting. Uh-huh. Um, um, uh, shit! What did we get? It was, t- it was Tyler versus Streak, but it was Nia versus Alexa. That okay. was the that was the what we got. Okay. You know, so we was like we wasn't getting Alexa and Sasha, which yeah. Alexa and Sasha also has a dynamic of like Sean and Brett, where yeah. they just don't like each other. Yeah, that's true. So like it, it would have been good to see them, but like having a Charlotte and Oscar at Mania, it was so electric. And then having Charlotte win the streak, I have a reaction video of me. Like oh. holy shit! Oh, she be what the fuck just happened? Like I was like I was for sure Oscar. Yeah, the I thought Oscar definitely went dancing um, around. I, I think Millie watched that with me too, and she loved. She loves Oscar. She loves Charlotte. She loves both of them. But uh, she, I think she wanted Charlotte to win that that night. Uh, Charlotte got the victory. But this match right here, I'm telling you, the craziest thing about this match is that. For the first time, it looked like Charlotte was out of her element. For the first time, mm-hmm. she, they said they they no for not not in terms of her ring no mm. in terms of like a competitor. She played her role as a competitor mm. who, who has been on top and facing somebody who is might 
be able to beat them, should should beat them. You know, like Asuka came out with the strong style, crazy strikes. They had some. She had a suplex on uh, Charlotte to the outside. I, that was, was that was definitely. It was, ooh, I couldn't see it, but you know, General yeah. John was there, and you just you you can like. Hear the splat, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah, you know, so it was those incredible counters, and um, Charlotte just looked like on a different night, Asuka would have washed her a potential, but, but I think, but she got a, she got a spear off and hit her with the figure, got her figure eight on her. I, my critique of that match, and I told you when I when I came back because after Mania was the first time we linked up, mm-hmm. you know what I yeah. mean? Like, you know, coming back, you know, linking up consistently or whatever. Um, I said. It could have been match of the night a tinge longer with a tinge bit more of psychology. Now, okay. I have been with my cousins and brothers, and we put each other in moves. Mm-hmm. And when you put something on there, legit, it hurts, you mm-hmm. know? But as far as the psychology of the match, if Charlotte works the leg or yeah. the knee a tad bit longer, or if she goes after early in the match, that yeah. Oscar has to kind of like shake it off and kick it off uh-huh. to where like it makes sense for the quick tap out. Yeah, Oscar coming for the ropes, grabbing the ropes, break it one, two, break it. Charlotte goes back after, hey, break it up, break it up, but you know, and they uh-huh. do another exchange, chop block, do another figure for Oscar King, yeah. get it, tap out. I'm cool. Yeah, I just called the match. I've never wrestled a day in my life. But the you know having it just I hear come you. so quick yeah yeah it was it was it, anticlimactic to me yeah, at first yeah. seeing it I was shocked as fuck I was Bro. like what it's over she tapped I, I and I kind of felt it was gonna happen when it was like about to happen I was like oh no she's gonna tap but it I didn't want to see Oscar tap I didn't want to see Oscar lose at all honestly I really wanted to see Oscar win the title but um, that's just I mean after the long road Charles been on through the year. Um, this is a marquee victory for her in her career. This is a marquee uh, staple. If you're a Charlotte fan, you're going to remember, oh, remember that time you faced Asuka? It's going to be one of those matches that it's going to be like, man, I was there for that. Or, you know, where you can say that they had a great competitive match. And it meant a lot to her after the year she had almost losing her father, you know, and to, to come back, face Charlotte, I mean, face Asuka in uh, New Orleans. It's... And to have that moment again, have that WrestleMania moment, coming full circle, you know, mm-hmm. making her for a person, her 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 brother, I think wrestled in Japan, and I think this match even means more to her because she wrestled a Japanese wrestler like her brother did, and he was hey he loved the culture and he loved the wrestling style, so she gets to attribute and learn and, and and on the grand stage of them all, like all that came together for her. So shout out to Oscar for helping Charlotte in that match. Put on a great show because I thought it was one of the best matches of the night. Yep, and then uh, fast forward to the kind of like the next night, right after April tenth, right though. Uh, yeah, she comes in and uh, the iconic midday debut. Shout out to Fine Ass Peyton Royce and Billy <laughs> K, and they attack. Uh, they attack Charlotte to yeah. make their statement, and then Miss Money in the Bank Carmella comes in and cashes in. And Fantastic, let me tell you, uh, go, yeah. And let me tell you, go back and watch that t- attack by the Iconics. It's a lot more vicious than you would think an Iconic attack would be. Because like me going back and watching, I'm like, oh yeah, the Iconics took her out, and then Carmella came out. They beat the shit out of Charlotte, and then they power bombed her on the freaking mat, and they threw her over the table a couple of times, and they're kicking the shit out of her. It was a vicious beatdown, 
And then, um, well, you know, you love your beatdown. I love beatdown. They just got to do it the right way. And they had a vicious beatdown um, on um, Charlotte. They and she sold it. I think Charlotte's one of the best in the business in selling a beatdown or selling exhaustion. You know, um, and Charlotte took her out with the kick, pinned her, got the belt. Came out, yeah, Kamala came out, yeah, with the took her out um, with the kick uh-huh. and uh, pinned her and. Uh, Ended the ended the hundred and forty seven day reign mm-hmm. of Charlotte as champion. Uh, she funny. tried to get it back. Um, she tried to get it back and uh, at she, backlash uh, and and couldn't get it back. Uh-huh. And th- that was that was her kind of being out the title picture for a while. Heading here's the, the thing. Ahead. Here's the thing. Charlotte at this point, she had that program with Oscar. It was big deal. Now she uses that uh, momentum to put over new talent immediately. To put over Econics and put over Carmella immediately. Um, it something makes Carmella th- now, like, even though she's fell back, yeah, she still, still has to have that moment. Just like, you know, because Jericho can always can say he beat The Rock and, and still in one and, night. Yep. Carmella can always say, I beat um, Asuka and Charlotte twice. You know, like she can always say that, even though. No matter how. Nobody can take that, no matter what. She's a champion, so yep. she cannot take that. No one can take that away from Carmella. So she's rubbing pe- her her prestige, her. her How would you call it? She's, she's her, getting a, her cachet. Getting a, yeah, her she's cachet. getting them over it. And she, her, she uses her she's status them the rub. to get them, give them the rub. Yeah, and I think that. She also had a perfect point in her career right now where she's doing that because her whole year this year after WrestleMania has been kind of like being great to put other people over and make yeah. them great. And that's what I appreciate about Charlotte because she's willing to do that for the women's roster to make it a more well-rounded division um, and in a way that she does it because she does it in such a like not like she's like winning, losing, but winning, you know, like, you know, she let, legit lets them win and. She was she, she did get taken out this this year because of the, the breast implant the breast rupture. rupture yeah. So she was out for some time, but when she came back, that's when we got this view with Becky. You know, and that is um, where we're at today. Where she, well, let's start with how it started. Well, I mean, okay, she came back and Be- Becky was in the middle of trying to uh, you know get the championship from Carmella. Car- Carmella had the title for a minute, and um, it, if. Um, if anything, like Carmella played her great part of being a transitional champion. Um, I know people may have may hate that word or whatever, hate that. Uh, hey, it is what it is. Hate, you know what I mean? But she played her. She played her a really good role, and it was there at SummerSlam where Charlotte kind of implemented herself of being in that match. Becky was going to gain her championship back. She had fought. She has not been yeah. in championship reign or title picture yeah. since, for, like two since years. for like two years. And like Charlotte came back and stole her moment. Yeah, she came back and was like, "Oh, I'm back. My titties is right. I can, <laughs> I can wrestle. Come on, put me back in the title picture." And Becky's like, "No, bitch, no." <laughs> No, <laughs> and Charlotte was like, "Well, why not? Like we're friends. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Like if you can beat her, beat me too." Yeah. And Becky's like, "Well, just let me beat her first, bitch, and then I'll mm-hmm. beat you." You were happy from your WrestleMania, exactly. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so you know, and and the dynamic of like Charlotte 
not paying attention to the nepotism. Yeah. You know what I mean? But really, it's just like, well, this was my spot before I left anyway. Like, I was going to fight this bitch again if my titty ain't pop. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you really the placeholder, bitch. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, Becky and Charlotte having that, like, competition as friends. You know yeah. what I mean? And then it allows Becky to be like... I am tired of this bitch. Every time I'm uh-huh. somewhere, she's there. Then the camera switches off me. The pictures get stopped taking of me. Uh-huh. The fans want to fucking woo all the goddamn time. <laughs> they don't even like her. They want to be a heel and you want to woo that? Yeah. How you fucking do it? Them yeah. Like fans? Yeah. <laughs> and Becky snaps. Becky snaps, making Charlotte again a de facto baby face. Uh-huh. And their, their constant... Back and forth uh, of the title, it makes I like the dynamic of them playing hot potato with the title, rather than her and Sasha, mm-hmm. because it didn't happen often, and now it seems like Becky gets to have her reign Becky, since she yeah. won twice in a row. Becky has um, surmounted Charlotte in a way that Charlotte that Sasha didn't. Like she's put her like. A stamp on her like nah, exactly. I like, am the man. This ain't it. Yeah. Nah. Like, <laughs> and um, I, I think that this is different than Sasha, also because uh, Becky has this swagger that makes it so. It makes it so Charlotte is almost like all. And almost out of her element in terms of her character. Exactly, because like Be- putting it's like making Charlotte uncomfortable. Because Becky's you know? turn after SummerSlam was legit. Like, oh, this bitch, and she pinned me. Yeah, she couldn't even have pinned Carmella. Yeah, she pinned me. Yeah. to become two time SmackDown Women champ. I uh-huh. haven't even been two time SmackDown Women uh-huh. champion. And their first match, like they had at was it. What, what, what was the first match up? I think it was uh they they uh, had the they had the match um Hell in a Cell. Um Yeah, the first was, match the was the Hell in a Cell. Hell in a Cell. Uh, when she beats her and she like DDTs her and rolls her into the pin. Yeah. Um that was a great match. That was a awesome match. I I love that Becky won. She held the title in Charlotte's face, you know, and just took it and bounced. But going forward to where we were why we did this one, we're supposed to be doing it for Evolution. Um, that match at Evolution with Becky was a whole different beast than their first match at Hell in a Cell. Yeah. It being a last woman standing match was great. It was a great point because they had that bitter feud. It made sense. Also, they delivered. They delivered in, in a way that I've never seen women deliver in a free form hardcore well, match. You got to think about it. Also, that story too. Like the story that leads into it, it's an emotional tie-in as a as also. Yeah. So you got to think about it. Becky went Becky wins at Hell in a Cell. Then they fight at Super Showdown in Australia. That was a DQ, okay. right? Yeah. So Charlotte's like, "Okay, bitch. All right. DQ. I don't want that one." They get another rematch on SmackDown. It's a double count out. Okay. So Charlotte's like, oh, this bitch is slipping through my motherfucking hands, nigga. <laughs> you better give me this bitch, Daniel Bryan yeah. or Paige at this time, because Daniel Bryan's back now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, hey, Paige, listen, you're a diva. I know we had our battles. I need this bitch. And it's like, okay, cool. First ever all-women's pay-per-view, you, Becky, last woman standing match. Go for it. And like you said, them culminating themselves into this match 
having that feud go to where it's at its wits end of physicality, mm-hmm. of, of 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 mentally. Like, you know what I mean? Charlotte's like, listen, if I don't get it here after putting this woman down for 10, then I just don't need it. Mm-hmm. And she didn't. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Becky, Becky was, you know, like you said, she sur- how Sasha didn't, Becky did. Becky and, did, And we yeah. said if Steamboat ever got that chance to do that against Flair, Steamboat would have been great because Steamboat was great. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Steamboat had the ability to be great, but Flair just always kept him under the foot. Yeah. And, and this Flair doesn't allow her Steamboat to do that. Yeah, this is Charlotte putting over the final of the... The four horsewomen. She's put over all four of them in matches, given and dropped the title to each, all three of the. Oh, sorry, not including herself. She didn't drop the title to herself, but she dropped it to Sasha. She dropped it to Bailey, and she dropped it to Becky. And um, in a way, she's always shared the spotlight. And I think that is a testament to her being such a great competitor and a great uh, worker. Because I mean, I'm not sure how she is completely backstage, but from what I see, she comes off as a leader, a person who um, wants the best for all the women. Yeah. The woman, but she wants to lead a charge with it, which is what you should be doing. She want one day she wants to WrestleMania um, main event WrestleMania, and I believe that's going to happen one day. Yeah, I think I think her and Ronda will possibly do it, mm-hmm. um, and that that goes into you know what what we see in the future for yeah. Charlotte kind of like wrapping up you know her uh-huh. career as of what we know as to now um, you know we do believe she will be on the Survivor Series team in SmackDown yeah, absolutely. but projecting going forward I do think she will be a main eventer for, for, for WrestleMania I think it will be her and Ronda I think going forward, she'll be able to continue to put over new talent. Like, I yeah. can't wait to see her and Bianca Belair. It's going to be I can't wait fun. to see that, too. That is going to be phenomenal. And I think Bianca, again, like I said, I don't mean to keep putting her over. I, I spoke of her earlier, but her physicality match with oh Charlotte. Oh, my God. The military cool. press. I mean... And then you have her child with her moonsaults. And her, they're, they're both athletic freaks. Exactly. So it's going to be such a freaking cool spectacle to see. I don't even think she's the most genetically superior athlete on the roster right now. I think Bianca got it. Oh, And so okay. I think that's going to be great to see them go forward. Um, like I said, I think even going past wrestling, her being an ambassador for wrestling as Rick has been. Yeah. I think for women wrestling, her opening up, going down to the PC and training and like her using her public relations degree again mm-hmm. and being able to as WWE continues to be public and to be global, I think she'll be able to use her name, her cachet, her her abilities, her achievements, her accomplishments and be able to you know, be a Highlight brand ambassador. And lift yeah, up I, the yeah. younger woman. Of course. I think that this is in her blood. Like she didn't. And the funny thing about Charlotte Flair is that she didn't. She didn't want to be a wrestler exactly. you know, growing up. She she got into the business um, almost through trying to take care of her little brother. You know, and 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 trying to be there for him. And they were going to do it together. Go through NXT together. And that's a huge. That's a great. Great thing to try to do, you know, is to be there for your little brother in his dream and be there for him. And in turns, he doesn't make it, and you take on that 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 mission and make it yours, yeah. and you own it, and you love it too, and you understand the business now in a way you never have. It's a beautiful story. I think um, when it all comes to push comes to shove, Charles going to go down in history as one of the greatest women's wrestlers of all time, and she will march forward this evolution. In a way of uh, 
push saying that you can do it. You know, I think that Charlotte has like I can do it attitude, and I'm going to do it. And I think honestly, and that's now what they that, need. I think honestly, now we will then we're saying it now. You know what I mean? Because we're we're used to saying as you know one of the best women rest of all time. I think Charlotte. Once we say it in ten, fifteen years, she'll be one of the greatest wrestlers. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, I think you know by when we get to. The I think she surprised that right now. Even when, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. I, I, I do. I, yeah. You know when when she when she wor- exactly when she works and she in the right element with the right facials and the mm-hmm. right dynamic and playing the right heel and imposing her will on something. Yeah, she is. Dominating, she's she one of the best wrestlers of all time. Exactly, um, and 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 why I said women's is because I think that I'm attached to the women's, of course, to the women's only yeah, because of, of the impact she's gonna have and, on the future. Yeah, of course, the impact she's gonna have is to make women feel like, hey, you can do it. Just take charge and permission of your own destiny. You are just as good as men, and I know that all, there's like a bunch of women backstage with that mentality, and I'm just glad that you guys are taking the, the taking the bulls by, by the horns and. Proven that, hey, look at evolution. Like, look yeah. at evolution. Like, just as good as any man show yeah. this year. I think it might be matching. And the next year, you got to think about they're going to capitalize on it. And next year, they're going to have more women. And then mm-hmm. the stars that won stars or the the friend stars are going to be stars next yeah. year. It's going to be crazy. We might have the first ever war games next year. What if a woman's war games? That'd be. Crazy. Exactly. A woman's war a woman, games. A woman's war games with the with the four horse women. Oh my god, the four horse women. What if they NXT. come? What if oh. they come back to NXT? Yeah, because the four horse women are running around shaking NXT. That would be crazy. You know, just, you know, yeah. the four women of NXT versus the four um, horse women of UFC. UFC. That's something that's down on the horizon, possibly. And if it's in war games. Perfect, and it goes. It harkens back to WCW and her father's lineage. Exactly. So it's a perfect hey, a match for the hey. I give you something every week, dog. <laughs> if you listen, holla at me, man. Hey, man, Dawn caught me, and uh, she <laughs> said because I'm not in Connecticut. So if you got anything in Florida, holla at me, man, for sure. My resume is <laughs> on on file. Okay, yeah. that's my quick cheap plug to WWE. Yeah, and with that said, um. <laughs> No, do you have anything uh, on the on the Oscars? No, you know, honestly, that that is um, fantastic for like if if they do listen to us, that would be that would be a uh-huh, great yeah. a great kind of segue to bring it off full circle. The the women's revolution started in NXT. If you had the four horsewomen of NXT come down there to somehow save NXT in the all women's war games. Of NXT, that would be fire. Yeah. Um, but do you have anything of like going forward with Charlotte? Do you see anything, or mm, would you? I wanna... I'm not. I think we said everything. I I think that her career is still being built as we do this character spotlight, and I think right now she already has sort of cemented herself as a Hall of Famer in my eyes. I mean, she's a champion eight, like, time. eight times now. Uh, there's no way she's not a Hall of Famer. First time, first ever divas. NXT Raw and SmackDown champion. Yeah, and the last ever because the Divas titles never come back. Defunct. Yeah, <laughs> never, never to see the day again. But uh, thank you, Charlotte, for your um, for your for your dedication. Thank you for your work. Um, we it's not going unnoticed. And keep doing your thing. Yes, we definitely do appreciate you. Also, again, if you uh, would like to follow us on Twitter at RW One Podcast, or I'm sorry. RW Podcast One, 
um, on Twitter. We're on Instagram, Facebook, Reasonable Wrestling, Facebook, Reasonable Wrestling Podcast. And we're also wherever podcasts are podcasting with the same name, Reasonable Wrestling. Uh, thank you guys for checking out this character spotlight of Charlotte. Um, we'll see you guys on, we'll record on Wednesday and uh, you'll hear from us on Thursday. Yeah. Peace out. Take it easy. What can help you take advantage of today's low mortgage rates and save money? Rocket can. You could save hundreds of dollars every month by refinancing with Rocket Mortgage at today's near historic low rates. If your current rate is over 4%, you could lower your payment by over $150 a month, saving thousands in interest every year. Call us today at 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. Savings are based on quick and loans, internal data. Poison fees may apply. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing letter. License in all 50 states. And MLS consumer access.org number 3030.